Mabuza presents SCP. The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. It sucks to start the show this way, but we have to start the show this way. <clears throat> this way. Uh, obviously, uh, the uh, the news came out this afternoon about the Carlson family. Uh, we understand that Eric and Melinda Carlson uh, lost their son. Um, we know about as much as anybody else does, about as much as the uh, the Sens were willing to say on their website. Yeah, uh, just and, from the release. And I guess the only thing we can say to that is how sorry we were to hear it. It's, just, it's awful. Unimaginable. Nothing, nothing else to say, really. Unimaginable. It's terrible. So uh, uh, our thoughts and prayers, and actual thoughts and prayers, where I think it's actually appropriate to have actual thoughts and prayers. Ones. Oh, yes. Um, are, are towards the Carlson family, and we hope you extend them the same. And please leave them alone on social media. That would be great, too. God, Jesus. That's the one thing. I always yeah. worry about that when, when people are in, like, that sort of tragedy. It's, like, kind of, like, mm. just just don't ask questions or whatever. You can send them whatever, but, like, send them good good things. But, like, I always worry about that, and you know? Yeah. it's Well, it's funny. It puts hockey into a very silly perspective because, you know, it was announced that he was going to be out of the lineup tonight, but it was before we knew anything, and everyone's like, what? Like, <laughs> traded? What? <laughs> yeah. But it's past the... They changed the... No, and then the news comes out, and they're like, ooh. Yeah. So, like, hockey doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, and that's the thing, remember when you're going to uh, argue something with somebody online, remember that hockey doesn't matter. It's just funsies. Yeah. And uh, you, it's not that serious, guys. It, it matters, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and let's do a totally awkward pivot. Can we do that? Let's. That's I mean, what this, we do. This will be the second episode in three that we do a yeah. they a totally awkward pivot. But I, we do want to promote the fact. Holy I know. Listen, it's there's no other. There, what, what other way can I do this? You cannot try and segue. Jesse, ask me a math question quickly. Before do you have a math we, question? We do this. Let's do that. Let's you do want, a math you question. want a math question? Just math come question. up with something. Um, what is eighty four divided by fourteen? But name a player. Oh, shit. with eighty four, and name a player with fourteen as well. Uh, Mikhail Grabowski and Matt Stajan? No, it is not name a player. Name the 14th pick in the 2015 draft. No! Oh, shoot. Okay. 14th pick in the 2015 that, that wasn't draft. That was even that right. long ago. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was, that was the Mitch Marner draft. Oh. Uh, notice, oh my God, how many Oilers fans just screamed their lungs at the Mitch Marner draft? <laughs> so do you want to. I'm sorry. I, I remember that as the Dylan Strome draft. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> right. So if you want a hint, okay. Boston picks 13. And 14th oh, that year. And 15th. And 15th, actually. Yes. And, yeah, then, and, and, then, 15th. and then and then the next season trashed those players during uh, training camp and said they were out of shape. Yeah. So the I best gotta... thing about this is they hit on none of them. <laughs> and they hit on a lot of prospects. And I'm going to tell you who's around those three guys. Well, here, 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 here. here. <laughs> okay, go. So I Name know the three, the three players are Zenishin, DeBrusque, and Zborl. Oh, DeBrusque they have. DeBrusque I think DeBrusque on. was 14. DeBrusque they hit on. Hey! Wow! Yes, DeBrusque counts as a hit. He's playing. That's a hit. Give Louis DeBrusque. I I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been like Louis. uh, Not Louis DeBrusque. The other Um, one, Jake DeBrusque. But Jake DeBrusque at number sixteen, Matthew Barzal. Edmonton Oiler fan favorite. One of the most famous tweets in all of hockey Twitter history. Uh, from Reese Jessup before he uh, deleted everything. Man, he was good. He was, but and he's still okay. But he knows he's not as good as he was because he's got to hide it all because he's one of the famous computer boys from Florida. But um, uh, Boston had those three consecutive picks, and he's like, oh, shit, they could get all three of Barzell, Kyle Connor, 
And uh, I don't even remember Shabbat? his first name. No, it was Shillington. It was oh, the, Oliver Shillington. Yeah, who yeah. ended up going in the second round or something, To right? the Flames. Yeah, and the Leafs could have had him. Sure. But could've. we took uh, that bum Travis Dermott instead. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm with Dermott. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah also, at 23 of that first round, Brock Besser. So. Wow. Ooh, and I remember um, some people were not happy with that pick. A lot of people thought that was a little too high for Besser. Mm. Uh, so 84 divided by 14. I've pushed that off as long <laughs> as I could. Okay, so let me divided do... Divided by. Awkward multiplication. Adam, you're on you're Times on 2 would be two. 28, and that times 2 would be 56, plus 14 would be 70. And then plus another 14 would be 84. So it divides evenly. Uh, wait, how does. many so times both was even that? numbers. So of course it would divide even. No, that doesn't automatically mean it divides yeah, no, evenly. No, that doesn't make doesn't, sense no. at all. No. Okay. <laughs> 84 doesn't divide evenly into 10. Uh, 24, <laughs> 20 divided by 16. That we know of. Okay. <laughs> so wait, that I had it. Good then. point. <laughs> I had it. I'm so stupid. Science man. Here's how, here's how I got to do it. So 28 is 2. Adam's a rocket surgeon. <laughs> rocket surgeon. It doesn't take rocket appliances to know that Adam is a really smart guy. Isn't it 6? I think it's six. It is six. Hey! Well done. Name a player with number six. Uh, um, Quickly, go, go. Oh, my God. How am I blanking? Who's number six in the league? Name one guy. I'm. Wow. I have completely blanked. You can't name one player with the number six? Ever? I. Doesn't even have to be in the league. Bailey. That's all I can think Josh of. Josh Bailey? No, uh, the Leaf with the retired number. Isn't it Ace? Ace Bailey? Yeah. There you, there you go. Ace <laughs> Bailey. Oh, my God. Why did I... Bu- okay, here we go. The coffee's not as good as it was last episode. I got to get the coffee good. This is tea, actually. Um, Jesse, you know what? I changed my mind. Give me this coffee. Drink the coffee. I, I just want to point out before we move on that Steve probably spent a lot of money on that tea because it's from Tivana, and they have very overpriced teas. Yeah, well... I have a wife. Sometimes you got to get overpriced tea, Jesse. You'll learn. Jesse, one of these days you'll learn. I I learned, and I resist. You Mm. know, Caprice. I don't give in. Caprice, I I always always tell you. Yeah, Jesse, what what are your conversations with your wife like? (laughs) Yeah? Do you hear that? That's what they're like. Yeah. I remember (laughs) those days. Uh, Caprice. They're hard, by the uh, way. Caprice likes to make tea. She likes to look at her tea. She likes to have her tea near her, but she never actually drinks it. It's unbelievable. Like, I don't know how, like, to me, if I drink a tea, I got to drink it fast because I want it to be hot. Like, I've already finished this large coffee in the time it's taken us to do the show. Yeah, you really? Already. I just pound it because I can't stand, like, lukewarm coffee. And, and I one can't of the greatest Luke... things about that is you'll fall asleep in, like, ten minutes. Probably. <laughs> I'm a good sleeper. Yeah, you're a very uh, good sleeper. Uh, and, 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 and then so Caprice will, like, she'll just let it sit there. And the next morning, it'll still be there on the side table. Be like, are you, you going to do like anything with that? Like, what are you doing with that? What we we literally we buy expensive teas, and then she just it just sits there. Mrs. Dangle drinks her coffee over the course of an entire day, and I'm fairly certain I'm married to a serial killer. Wow. Yeah, that's not okay, right? No, no, it's that's yeah. There's something wrong with her. No. Yeah. I I'm wish not, you told I'm me. I'm uncomfortable with that. I wish you told me this like years ago, so I could have distanced myself. She didn't drink coffee until recently. That might have been a deal breaker if I knew about that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But it's, you know, too late now. Too much paperwork, so. <laughs> too, much, too much paperwork. <laughs> too much paperwork. I'm stuck in a copyless marriage. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> too, too much bother. I guess I'll stick to it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Steve Angle Podcast live at the rec room. 
for Puck Talks, April the 7th. Uh, again, if you have tickets and you can't go, please give them up uh, at, at the Steve Dangle Reddit page. Very easy. Go to Reddit and search Steve Dangle. Pretty simple to find. Reddit.com slash r slash Steve Dangle. That too. That too. Yes. I just figured just, you know, whatever search. Use the search thing. A lot of people were upset on our YouTube channel. No, no way! way! <laughs> upset? On YouTube? Yeah. Did they do any reaction? By a lot of Shocking. people, do you mean like four? <laughs> that's that's what I usually notice. <laughs> it's about the same four people. Yeah. This time was a little different. Oh, okay. Because it was a very specific thing they were upset about, okay. which is so rare on the internet. Ah. A very specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> so last episode, Steve said, if you're not on Twitter, you're probably not on Twitch. And there were at least eight people who said... I watch Twitch, but I'm not on Twitter. Whoa. That's great. So I think you should give them a little love because if they want to reach out on Twitch, it should be their choice. All right, get on Twitter. I'll send you a tweet. They, they're not on Twitter. Yeah. What was the first part of those instructions, Jesse? Get on Twitter, and I'll send you a tweet. I just thought you should know that you said there weren't people on Twitch who weren't on Twitter. But there are. One of my favorite comics on the internet is that <laughs> angel who just flies down, hands someone a note of paper, and the paper just says, okay. <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of my favorite things. I wish I could just, okay, just fly away mm-hmm. to Angel Vana, where they have unlimited expensive tea. Mm-hmm. That's where angels are from. What's next, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> well, today the uh, NHL general manager's meeting are going on. I, I'm I'm convinced that the NHL general manager's meetings is more more about getting together and having a few suds with the boys than it is really about getting things done. Because or is is it is it maybe like the uh, what's what's this club from the Simpsons, the Stone something, the Stone Cutters? Yeah, it's the Stone Cutters. Hey, can you sing us the song? Nope. We do, we do. That one? Is that the one? Who we don't it? know what offsides are. <laughs> so We don't. We talked about on Sunday how part Thanks, of Jesse. the... It has to be a freestyle of Simpsons song. Style. Uh, yes. We talked Sing about... Happy a... birthday in French. <laughs> Bonifat. I bailed. Jesse, I can do very few things in other languages. I can give you, I, I can give you like Hail Mary in Italian. I can, okay, yes, what? I'm just throwing this out there. Um, headlines. Saturday night. Chris Johnston, Nick Kiprios, Ron McClain, Elliot Friedman talking about what the lineup for this general manager's meeting would be. And it was a doozy. There was lots of things. There was LTIR. There mm-hmm. was video review. And mm-hmm. there was this, the offside. Will they change the offside? Will somebody be able to go in with one skate on the ground and one skate up in the air? And they responded, well, everyone knows the rule. <laughs> that was basically they got together they discussed it and they did nothing uh sirs <laughs> sir you're all men sirs um that wasn't the complaint <laughs> the complaint was changing yeah you dicks <laughs> this is what i'm talking about everybody complains then no changes are made you, you ever notice that like this, this little <laughs> club where everyone's the same it doesn't change. It's almost like it's an echo chamber, a never-ending echo chamber of garbage. Are you saying that that people in hockey tend to be hired again and again and again? No! <laughs> I'm not saying that there's 31 jobs split between about 40 guys. 
No, I would never imply that, Adam. I would never imply. I mean, well, it's got to be more than 40. We know there are at very least 200 hockey men. <laughs> trusted hockey men? Wait, how do we know? Trusted hockey how do we men. know there's 200? It was reported, Jesse. That there were 200 trusted on hockey Twitter. men in but one place? But you wouldn't place? know that if you were on Twitch, would you? That's right. <laughs> sure. You couldn't possibly be on Twitch. Bit in reverse, but okay. We'll give it to you. All right. I'm only going to put important information on my Tumblr now. <laughs> Which nobody has anymore. Come on. Yeah, every time, I'm just going to post different faces of mine and just put mood. <laughs> and that's that's just going to be everything I post on social media now. It's basically all everybody else does. Mood. Big mood. Um, So, yeah, they didn't change anything about the offside rule, so it remains the same. Then the NHL uh, went to uh, talking specifically about goaltender interference, and I thought this was interesting. They want to go to the situation room to make the call on the ice for the refs. I liked that one. Like that one, too. So the idea is to centralize the decision-making because ref-to-ref, person-to-person, the interpretation of the rule is going to change. And if you've got two or three people all basically on the same page, then you can make that call. And it's probably going to be similar each and every time. At least you have an idea. Yeah, it's not different from ref to ref. One guy. Now, how fun is it going to be when there's a queue of two or three at the same time? I can't wait. Can't wait for it to happen. All I know is I hope it's a decision in a Leafs game delaying a Western Canadian team's game. (laughs) Well, you know, the best part about the NHL office for that is is in Toronto, which Robin Leonard is so pumped about. Um, And they're very partial to the Leafs. (laughs) Yes, they sure are. I mean, they're here. Cost us two games. But anyway... Very partial towards the least. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So you that know. no, that'll be great. I'm. Uh, I I do find it. I I think it's a great. It is a great move. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. But you're right. I think there's. You know, you got to have at least two people on duty because there could be at any one time, especially but now in the we have two people. So maybe you have two people who have an ironclad. This is what goaltender interference is, right? Because the whole reason we have it in one office is to have one person, but now we got to have two. Well, you have to. You can't have one person There's do cracks that. in this plan. Oh, Jesse's streaming the game. This is a great way to not get anything done. Sorry. Turn, the, turn the computer around, Jesse, turn please. Around? No, turn it around. Okay. No, do no, not, do not show it to Steve. Okay. No, do not show so him So we had to record on a game night, and it's my fault. I'm well, sorry. it's not really. You're, going, no. you're supposed to be going to Philadelphia. Yeah, for, uh, for the Ed Snyder Cup, whatever, as we were talking about at the end of last episode. No, and this thing's cursed, so it was supposed to be two weeks ago. And uh, there was a giant snowstorm in Philly, and so it got postponed. And I was supposed to fly out tomorrow, but there's a giant snowstorm in Philly. so it It's got, not your fault. Yeah, it got postponed yeah. till Friday, and I found out, like, literally just before I left in the car. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm flying out Thursday, coming home Friday. And the event is Friday. So I might, uh, I might miss my flight home also. Mm-hmm. But you guys don't have to worry about that. So I don't know when the next podcast is going to be. That yeah. was a very long way of saying that. Yeah. Maybe, so, anyways, that's why we're doing the show know. tonight. Um, and and I think the uh, uh, the idea now is that um, you get to go to Philadelphia and hang out and uh, have a good time, and then come back and tell us all about it. So yeah, I think that's good, right? And uh, unfortunately, Evan Pivnik can't do the commentary with me. Okay. But um, Faisal Kamisa is going to be uh, doing it with me instead. Oh, that's cool. So that'll be super cool. Why did you not bring Adam Wild to do the commentary? I, don't know, I, figure... I can't take vacation during this time, and he never asked anyway. But <laughs> well, because I just I assumed. Think, I think if you had asked, Adam would have found a way. Adam, would you? I would have just yeah. Not sure. Sorry, guys. I'm really sick. <laughs> just one day. 
So you, oh, you at Kiss. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to take this time off. It's ratings. Okay. But what if you were sick? Isn't it always ratings? It's always ratings, but there are ratings periods that are more important than others. So, so spring one's... and fall is when people are most in their routines because you think summer people are on vacation, winter there's Christmas, and there's Christmas music. And if you live in a city that has Christmas music, that radio station that plays the Christmas music does it for a reason. It's because they make scads of money off of it. Oh, my God. So. Hey, everybody. Hope you got your holiday shopping uh, done, <laughs> and it's all behind you. It's in the meantime, here's one of the same 23 songs they play over and over again for about a month and a half. Jesse and I, for years. <laughs> Sorry. Jesse and I, for years. Um, you know, when Jesse was working at Kiss, CHFI is the is the Christmas music station here in Toronto, and and we work across the way from them. Like we're you know teammates per se. Mm. And every time one of their jocks leaves the control room, I'm always surprised that they're not ready to just go crazy. But every, but they all seem to be really cool with it. Like it's weird. I feel like that much Christmas music would drive me nuts. Eight. But they're like, no, we kind of like it. And for literally a month, from the Santa Claus Parade on November 25th till December 25th, that's that's what they play every song. Just eight plays of Do They Know It's Christmas. Yeah. How much Bing Crosby <laughs> can you shift. hear? <laughs> oh, my God. There's a lot I'd of Christmas. tap out. The great thing is country artists have decided in recent years to redo the eight standard Christmas songs. So you have 18 versions of Lady Antebellum doing Christmas songs. So you can use those instead of like, you know. There's Aunt Lady Antebellum ripping off songs again. That's right. It's typical. Covering. Covering. Yeah. Oh, songs. covering. It's different. No. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the, uh, the general manager's meeting. This is oh, interesting. Right. Um, according to Chris Johnston, NHL teams in the United States may have to pay taxes on trades. Your, anti -tr your anti-tax president is making you taxed. What, uh, what? On a trade? Yeah, so the what? NHL has been in touch with the U.S. Congress about a new tax that could see its American-based teams forced to pay capital gains taxes if they trade an asset for something more valuable, i.e. a first-round pick for a player. Uh, the new law was signed by President Donald Trump and has raised major concerns inside Major League Baseball and the NBA. Oh, stick to sports, Adam! <laughs> and according oh, wait, to... <laughs> it's slowly ruining that too? Shit! <laughs> according to Monday's New York Times, uh, and like those leagues, the NHL wants to handle, uh, wants to get a handle on exactly what the fallout would be for clubs. Gary Bettman said, we're looking into it. According to the Times, the law changed a corner of the tax code that mostly applies to farmers, manufacturers, and other businesses that until recently could swap certain assets like trucks and machinery tax-free. But by adding a single word to the newly written tax code, real, the law now allows only real estate swaps to qualify for that special treatment. While professional sports aren't believed to have been targets for the change, an unintended consequence could see the teams taxed when they trade players. Can you imagine now, how something else work? standing in the way of the trade deadline? Players are people. Is the, yeah, but is the understanding asset. that a draft pick is not an asset? No, no, no. It, it, it's, or people it, it's, are assets? It's, yeah, it's basically how it's judged to be. Um, if you, let's say... See, I always thought we meant it figuratively. No, no, people like are assets. A, uh, we refer to a right winger as a thing, but it has a name. It's William Nylander. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. Mitch Marner. But if you look at it in purely financial terms, that right winger has a Nylander right wing is X amount value, and a Marner left wing is X amount value, or whatever wing, whatever, you know, and a Gardner left defense is X amount value. You have they, to look at that. It's business. The sports. Um, put the points on the board. Make happy. Offside challenges. One area that Jesus won't Lord. change is how offsides are reviewed. After kicking around the possibility of adopting a more liberal interpretation of possession and control when a blue line player crosses the blue line, there wasn't enough support to enact the revised rule, which we talked about. It's the second straight year that that's happened. Um, 
And then, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what's that's that's kind of what we got going on. It's uh, it's you know the NHL general manager meetings that we had to talk about them, but I'm ready to move on now. Are you? Yeah, and the coverage is always about the same. Oh, yeah, really having a hard time here at the GM <laughs> meetings in Florida. Oh, is it sunny there? I got it. Yeah, we're we're, we're all out here wearing our golf shirts. Yeah. It's it's like it's sports anchor golf shirt season. Yeah, here's me and my Lacoste made out of that weird material. What the oh, hell are golf the, shirts made of? Oh, because it's not the, those shiny it's, ones. It's not the Lacoste material anymore. It's like the Nike uh, dry fit, mm-hmm. right? It's like yeah, the Tiger Woods it. shirts. Yeah, yeah, fit. like only Rory McIlroy and like John Daly and like Tiger. sports executives can wear them. Like, yeah, I don't get it. Well, I mean, I feel like Tiger is more stylish than that. Oh no, he wears dry fit. Well, damn. But stylish dry fit. Stylish dry fit. Yeah, they all do now. Nike. Always. Uh, the NHL. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, yeah. Next uh, next thing. I almost reread the last headline I have. Uh, so it looks like former Roman emperor and current Edmonton Oiler Pontius Alberg is in trouble <laughs> again. Uh, so he <laughs> he just got traded to the Oilers. I and think that's the second time you said that, and it's still funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he okay, former so, Roman emperor. This sucks because he was he was really great in the finals for them last for uh, Nashville last year. And then you get traded to Edmonton at the trade deadline, and that sucks. Sorry, funny. Edmonton, but you know. Like, if you're him, even if you're an Oiler fan, you must feel a little bit bad. Oh, my God, yeah. So to throw him a bone, they put him on Connor McDavid's wing. Hey. Pretty good, right? That could be pretty bad. good. He scored a really good goal during uh, the playoffs last year. McDavid did, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. That was That's the right. thing. But not enough. No, Pontus Albert. He scored uh, Pontus uh, Bobby Orr when he went flying through the air. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. 70th to Bobby Orr. Um, so, he, I guess he had a, a couple of assists and 15 shots in uh, in eight games, which is, you know, I mean, he hasn't been able to convert, but 15 shots in eight games isn't bad. On Connor McDavid's wing, though, you'd expect a few more assists, you'd maybe? Ex- nah, I think you'd expect more shots, too. Yeah. Um, so, here's what... Here's what happened. Here's what Todd McClellan said, because on Saturday night, and I don't know how we missed this on Sunday, he came out of the lineup and people were like, was he injured? Because Ty Ratty is now playing with Connor McDavid. How did that happen? Yeah, because I'm just looking at the headline you have in front of you. The Oilers aren't happy with Pontus Aberg. I cannot wait. Here's what Todd McClellan had to say. He came out for reasons beyond his play. It's serious. The coaching staff isn't pleased. The organization isn't pleased. And I'm sure his teammates are not pleased. So this is from with? Cam Lewis. What site is this? This Oilers is Nation. Oilers Nation. Yeah. What and are they is, not pleased with? Seems as though he may have been out partying and missed practice. Oh. Like, not late for practice, missed it. He missed it on Saturday. I believe it was Sunday. Oh, no, Saturday. It was Saturday. So it might have been a, a pregame skate. But so yeah. pregame, he misses practice because he's partying. Where were they? Uh, they were in Florida. Okay. So it's a nice weather. They're in Florida. He's out partying the night before. Good good stuff. So we've seen that before here in Toronto with one Nazem Kadri. Oh, well, we've seen it with all kinds of players in all kinds of cities. Naz was the only one who got punished for it in Toronto, though. Everybody else, mm. they kind of just let them off the hook yeah. for too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that created part of the issue. But in this particular instance, you know, with Naz, it was the best thing for him that they suspended him for the rest of the season. Totally. Four games. Uh, he got the message. He's been one of the best players ever since. Yep. Period. One of their best forwards, arguably their second best. Do you, in this particular situation, you know, obviously you can't 
miss a practice like that is terrible that's really bad oh no if that's what he did he's fully in the wrong there's no way around that here but what are i i have a feeling you're going towards the same point that i am i don't know if like what part of me thinks maybe he wants to blow off some steam oh well obviously (laughs) no that's not where i was going where were you going (sighs) he's 24 years old i don't even fit no Okay, can I still say it, but have taken it back before I say it? <laughs> Jesse? Is that a thing you're allowed the, to do? That ruling goes to Jesse on that one. No, if you say it, I'm going to clip it and quote it as Steve said this. So you should put it up throw as one it up of on our, YouTube. It's just an eight-second clip. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, just, yeah, thank Steve you. Steve believes this with all of his heart, and then the clip. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one hill Steve Daniel will die on. <laughs> <laughs> this is my hill. So right go here. ahead. So go ahead, say it, and uh, do your thing. No. You won't say Fine, it? Fine, I'll say you it. You have to say it. This... Remember, if you're accusing somebody of a crime here, it's alleged. No. Okay. No. Like just... alleged Ukrainian hackers. This is all... all... <laughs> Who would ever do that? Nobody. Nobody. Unless someone did it. But we can't ah. allegedly... Anyway. Leaf Sorry. Leaf scored? Nice. Leaf scored. Who was it? I don't know. Okay, we'll wait on that. Good job. I'll tell you. I'll give it to you. Yeah. You know how many people are like, oh, this takes me back. I don't like it. Um, This happens to the Oilers a lot, doesn't it? It just feels like it does. But then I go back in time. The Predators had to do this. Uh, The Predators, as in the team who traded Pontus Aberg, they had to do it with, I want to say it was Sergei Kostitsin. It was one of the Kostitsins and Alex Radulov during the playoffs a few years ago. So, uh, it's not limited to the Oilers, and it's not like it happens to the Oilers more than other teams. And mm-hmm. if it does, I would say it's just a symptom of uh, players who are pissed off tend to act out. And if you're an Oiler, you're probably pissed off and have been for most of the past decade. And a if bit. you're on a first-place team and, you know, yeah. you get traded to a not-first-place team. You don't get to see Florida very often. I'd be upset too. I'd be a little upset. I wouldn't be upset that I would go partying the night before a game and but he's practice. A, it, he is in the wrong. For sure. He's in the wrong. 100%. This isn't Peter Shirelli. This isn't Tom McClellan. This isn't anyone else. This no. is on him. This was the right thing for them to do. Bad Pontus. Bad. And it was uh, Marner fed JVR out front. He did the uh, the Marner thing? He, it was on a delayed penalty. Oh. So, yeah, a bit of almost the Marner thing. My favorite. So, yeah, six guys on the ice. Love it. Nice. Nice. Night. Oh, wait. Did the ref not catch it? Sorry. Yeah, I guess you didn't see the mistake I made in an LFR last week. Is that a thing that happened? I was looking at a clip of a goal, and I screen capped it because I was like, what? The Leafs clearly have six players on the ice. The ref made a mistake. He didn't catch it. And then I missed the little blip that said delayed penalty in the top corner. So this is the Leafs, uh, I think, second delayed penalty goal in like two or three games. No one pointed it out that you got something wrong. Four people on the YouTube channel. <laughs> no, then, it was a lot more than four. It was everybody. I mispronounced Raleigh. I said oh, it was Raleigh. Yeah, and I heard from the entire state of Carolina. North and South. It's two states. See? There's another one. Yeah, there you we know go. how many people went, what? <laughs> Excuse what? me. You're <laughs> never getting invited to a barbecue ever. Nope. Which is was the whole discussion. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm a little disappointed by. A little no. disappointed by. Okay. Um, All I took away from that conversation is that Adam thinks Carolina is one state. So no. That's it. I think they And he's right. Put great. that up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's right. 
<laughs> Pontus Aberg is from the great state of Carolina. <laughs> Pontus Aberg, who would have been great had the Oilers not ruined him, is from the great state of Carolina. That's right. There we go. Done. Tweet from the Boston Bruins Twitter account today. Bruins, current Bruins not on the ice for practice. Bacchus, Bergeron, Chara, DeBrusque, Donato, Krug, McAvoy, and Nash. Holy smokes. So, speaking of Donato. I was just going to go into that. Oh, it, great. Like, has the game game of his life in his first game? I mean, you go ahead. Take it. Well, he was incredible. I think it was a goal and two assists in his first game, and I'd barely even heard of this freaking kid. Yep. Uh, and, of course, he goes to the Bruins, who are already, like, what, one of the top three? Mm-hmm. Teams bet on to win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Tampa might have something to say about that. I don't know. And supposedly he missed practice because he was in class. Wow. <laughs> Which is hilarious. That's a true story. Wow. You know what, though? Like, he, he's got, I, he had 43 points for Harvard this year. And I kind oh, of, yeah. And I kind of think, like, like, okay, <laughs> I, I, they made the right choice there. Like, does he need to be at morning skate? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't sound like hockey's very hard for, for him. Oh, no, no, Steven, Kurt <laughs> Hart, Macklin, <laughs> Mick Pearson. <laughs> you know what? My, not even an award anymore. my favorite uh, response to that rant, by the way, which was epic. And I don't know, I, I, I don't know what kind of coffee you drank, but you should start drinking it more. I was just, I was going. Um, my favorite response was, "Well, you've never supported him before." Which no, okay, I didn't support him as soon as I should have. And what uh, I got a lot of today, particularly when Sportsnet tweeted it out, um, did you know that everyone who follows a Sportsnet Twitter account really likes me? Anyway, so uh, they tweeted it out, and a lot of people were like, Leaf, what? Leaf fans have always supported McElhaney. What are you talking about? You show me. Well, Leaf fans didn't 100% support McElhaney. As if... What fans had to say was, I hate Curtis McElhaney. <laughs> like verbatim. Put it in writing and sign it. Yeah. No, it wasn't quite like that, sir or madam. Probably sir, let's be honest. It was a little different than that, but eh, most people seem to enjoy it's it. Interesting. And that's all that's important. That That is interesting, because whenever you read comments like that, and I did read some of them, um, it, it's more along the lines of, hey, Leaf fans support McElhaney. I'm a Leaf fan, and I've personally always supported him. So you mean Leaf Fan yeah. has supported Curtis McElhaney. Oh, great. I'm glad you represent the biggest fan base in the sport. Just you. So glad. It's great. Shut up. Um, Let me say my stuff. When all those guys come back, though, like Boston only lost in overtime. Oh, that, Columbus? Yeah. And it was and Columbus is on a shady. T- I missed the call. And Columbus has been on a bit of a tear anyway. Like, they come on. They are the poor Panthers, man. That, um, that wild card spot in the Oof. East... That was a hot race. All three of those teams are well over 500 in the last time. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's... it's uh, man. Columbus, Jersey, and Florida. Just bringing it up right now. Florida is three points out. Uh, New Jersey is playing quite well. Florida's playing quite well. Columbus has won a lot of games recently. They could actually potentially... I mean, they're tied with Philly. They could easily pass them. Crazy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what how that ends up actually shaking out, but... I mean, I'm what supposed a, to go to the Philly game on Thursday. I don't know if I'm going anymore. Shoot. Anyway. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you told us all that. That's so interesting. I threw it out there. Um, For our Philly listeners. In case anyone wants to say hi, Adam. If you're a listener from Philadelphia. What I'm did that do for you? you. <laughs> Who, me? Jesse. Jesse. Thoughts? I just, I just think it was information you needed to pass along. 
Me too. That's um, why I said it. If Florida does get in, because they're they'd be a great story. The fact that New Jersey wouldn't makes me sad. Well, because that would definitely take Taylor Hall out of the heart consideration. Am well, I right? Absolutely, it would. And Oilers fans would be like, "Well, we had a crap season, but at least both Calgary and New Jersey missed the playoffs." Yeah, New they're Jersey great rival of New Jersey. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, New Jersey is a rival team that they never thought they'd have. But they're forever connected to them. Like we didn't really get that experience with the Leafs because Kessel and Boston, like it was in division. We hated them anyway. But this, all of a sudden, you hate this team way over there. Yeah. Yep. Um, is there a team with a higher talent level than the Flames that's going to miss the playoffs this year? Like, are the Flames the best team that's going to miss the playoffs? Um, Them or Dallas? The Chicago Blackhawks have two top 100 players. Three. On three Duncan top 100 Keith. players oh. in their lineup. I think they are the most talented team. And they are... You think they're the most talented? Tonight, if the Blackhawks lose... I think it's tonight if they lose, they'll be officially eliminated from the playoffs. They have 69. Wow. They only have 69 points. That's nice. It would be. But not for Except them. not at this point in the year. No, that's pretty bad. Also, Tampa clinched a playoff spot, and I think they were the first team to do it. And it took until whatever it was, March 15th. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, no one really ran away with it, and that's a team that we've considered, like, a, a really strong one for the longest time. Leafs Magic number, by the way, I believe is... Five? Wins? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Last right year they now made it, it with ninety-five points. If they win tonight, they're there. Yeah. So they got to win at least one more game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think they're good. But they could still Never set. Uh, they could still set a record for franchise wins, I believe, and points, which is great. And if uh, Freddie comes back, is Freddie playing in this game? He is. he is. So if he comes back, and I think he wins, what is it, four or five more games? He will take Andrew Raycroft's single-season wins record. Thank God. And, boy, I hope he does. <laughs> uh, I hate that this, the Leafs, who have been around for over 100 years, their single-season wins record is held by a goalie who, A, stunk, and, B, a year where the Leafs missed the playoffs. It's bad. But less about the Leafs and more about the Calgary Flames. Well, okay, so there's <laughs> we the Flames. We need to talk about the Flames. I mean, it's I don't know if they have the top end talent of a team like Chicago, who has a bunch of names that are you know that are that very are surprising, really quite good. Playoffs. But like you've got Gaudreau and Monahan and Chuck. Yeah, but and, it's not quite like Segan, Ben, Klingberg. Like but should then be in the Norris conversation. Giordano and Hamannick and and yeah. you know like great defense. Dougie Hamilton. That they got for free, basically. There's another team who could have really used a better backup. Like, it's crazy to me that goalies are still so cheap. Because it's it makes but, so many teams sink or swim. Well, Mike Smith was back. And it was against the Coyotes last night. But he got hurt. Yeah. And then they, and he, he's been hurt several times. They this lose season. to the Coyotes, though. Who have been hot. They've been crazy hot but for, you, like, over a month. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can't lose to a team with 57 points, yeah. which now is 59. At this point in the year, if you're fighting for a playoff It's all spot. about the team you're playing that night. And the team they're playing that night is incredibly hot. I don't care how many points they have in the standings. Just because a team sucked in October, November, December doesn't mean they suck when you play them in March. You know, if you have a shitty, you know, start to your season first half, uh, your playoff hopes are sunk. But that doesn't mean the team that you ice every night stinks. And the Coyotes right now are, say it with me, one of the best teams in the league. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. Do you want the Leafs to play the Coyotes tomorrow night? Probably not. I think there's the a bunch of fine. other teams in the league I'd rather play than the Coyotes. I think right the now. Leafs would be fine. 
Hey, well, yes, because they're one of the best teams in the league, but yeah. most other teams would not be. Yeah. Well, if you if you want to be a uh, if you want to be a playoff team, you got to be teams like that. And you Calgary's do. got 80 points at this point in the year. That's not enough. 86 is the cutoff where Anaheim is right now. So now Brad Treliving went to the press today and said, well, I'm not ready to give the last rights. And he may not be. But oh, crazy stuff can happen, man. For sure. But how does this happen? What happened? Is it just goaltending? Is it just that one thing? Because that was what it was with Winnipeg last year, very clearly. Maybe it's that they don't care enough, man. So don't, none so of they care factor? No. Glenn Gulletson. Just It's a shame that a team with that talent let him down. You know? It's just a shame. Because he gave like impassioned speeches and you figure if he did that, that'd be enough. No, I, I think it might be because Mike Smith was a very, very, very good goalie for them, mm-hmm. and he got hurt, and that sunk their season a bit. But, boy, it shouldn't sink it that bad. Shouldn't sink it that bad. And I think I saw that their special teams have been poor. I don't know if that's 100% true. It could also be that, holy shit, the NHL is just a very, very hard league to make the playoffs in. See, is it hard, or is everyone just so similar and even? It could be that. Yeah. Well, like, okay, the hard. Leafs barely made the playoffs last year. The Predators, I think, finished behind them or just in front of them. It, the Predators were either the 15th or 16th team to make the playoffs last season, even though they made it to the Stanley Cup final. So it's now, now the, the league is a place where, I, I don't know, it's either you make the playoffs and are great or you miss them and stink, but there's going to be at least half a dozen good teams that miss the playoffs this year. If Dallas misses, like, I think Dallas is a good team. The Islanders, are, I, I don't get why they suck so much. Are the Islanders? We've already been through that. Is it fair that. to say the Islanders aren't good, though? Because. No. Yeah, because. Because they, point, they didn't make it last year either. You, we they just saying, look too good on paper. Their goaltending was shit. But, like, all these teams that we say are good, they're not good because they can't break the top eight. Dude, it's not like the Islanders are a point out. Within no, 12 points no. out. They're going to play 82 games, and they're not going to make it. So at what point are you like, okay, it wasn't good enough? All right, you add, let's, okay, let's let's pick names out of a hat. You add, let's say, Ron Hainsey and Garrett Sparks to the Islanders. So you get better numbers than Thomas Grice, you would think. Sure. And you get... Ron Hainsey replaces whoever the most garbage defenseman on the Islanders is. This is for next season? No, I was saying this season. This so like, season. Let's go back in time and you replace those two things. I, I Did still, they do it? I just look at the roster, <laughs> yeah. look at the way they performed. Like they, Justin Moore had a good tweet. Like It's not like guys underperformed. They had, well, Grice did, but they had great seasons from especially all their offensive guys, and they still missed. So are they good? Listen, you the just, evidence you're presenting suggests that they aren't, but I just can't believe it. That's all. The thing is, is that it's, it's like a career season for Josh Bailey, career season for Anders Lee. Barzal. A, yeah, Barzal. I mean, Barzal's a rookie, so you hope yeah. that that's what you build your team around. But uh, Bailey just re-signed his extension. I think Anders Lee's up. Tavares is a very bad winger. Tavares is not a great winger. That lasted a period. Nathan Beauvillier, good rookie season or sophomore. I right, remember. but the, I, I think the point is that this team isn't good enough, period, plain and simple. Because they played an entire season and they weren't good enough. But how long have Johnny Boychuk and Calvin DeHaan been out? Because I think that was a big thing. Do Johnny Boychuk and Calvin DeHaan sink your season? In a league this tight, maybe they do. Maybe they do. 
then that I think that that goes to show that they're not good enough. Jake Gardner misses. Like, nothing against those guys. They're very strong defensemen. Let's say Jake but, Gardner misses 60 games this season. Where are the Leafs? They're finding a replacement for Jake Gardner. Well, this is the thing. And Nikita right? Zaitsev. Like, I, I, that's what I have a hard doing. time believing that the Islanders were like, Brandon Davidson, our big solution. We were missing Nikita Zaitsev for three months. I would argue Gardner is a better player. Has Matthews played? You would argue that? It is. No, he is. But mm-hmm. Zaitsev is a top four defenseman on the Leafs. On the Leafs, I guess. I just think Calvin Ahan's pretty good. But I, you, you're hearing the struggle in my voice, right? Like, I just, I don't, I feel like they should be better. Matthews They're one-dimensional, also... for sure. They're one-dimensional, but uh, they're good enough in that one dimension that I would have thought they'd at least put up a fight. It's They were in it. They were in it. Until a month ago when they just decided, ah, hockey's boring. And they just quit. They just quit. Well, they're maybe making, they felt they're like turning they're... Doug Wade into a crazy person. Well, it sounds like, though, that that, uh, that Garth Snow really let him down. It's like, it, I mean, it coincides with the trade deadline. Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I think Garth Snow's going to get fired in the offseason. Uh, those billboards are up. Fire Snow? Yeah, they're up. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, we were sent a few what of them. What is it with through. billboards? Well, is then, Garth Snow and Melnick out? Yeah, the Melnick mm-hmm. out ones are up now, too. You know, I, I, I wonder... What okay. a waste of money. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Honestly, can I be... Can, I look at the Melnick out stuff, and I look at the Snow out stuff, and... Like, Eugene Melnick has his blemishes, and it says terrible things at the wrong time. <laughs> Let's just be honest. But he did pull that team out out of bankruptcy slash moving um, and at the and and continues to support them and continues to finance them. Yes, they don't, they're not a cap team. Yes, he does interfere, but like Melnick out, what do you think that's going to do? And wh- is yeah. that money's best served in the pockets of whoever, whoever's, you know, like you could have donated that to charity. Who, who Eugene, uh, Eugene, Eugene Melnick might have like shares in that company. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you never know. Well, but, I, I, um, I mean, I'm not saying everything needs to go to charity either. I think the point is, I'm just like, I, what, what do you think? What will that accomplish? Does that get the message in? Like, what's the message? Well, like, I, what I don't get is like, you can't fire him. Yeah. Like, like Dorian out. I guess I would snow understand out, that do. campaign. Yeah. Snow out. It's also, you know, because, because of, of like weather. Yeah, you know, it could be a spring. Camp. There's snow out. You never know. Um, Nor'easter. I, I just, I just don't. You, you can't fire the owner. All you can do is like make him sell the team. But like, then you want to piss him off right before he does that. I, I don't know. I just, if someone, I'm, I'm sure the internet will let me know. And please do. I want to know what the end goal here is. I mean, it's obviously to have Melnick out, but you need an, an owner. You. Yeah, like Sens fans want him to sell the team, and then what happens? I, I just think Melnick, I like hashtag Melnick sucks, would have, like that would have gotten the same point home, mm. and also the same effect. What what they should, I hope what they mean by Melnick out is they want him out of the front office. <laughs> Which well, I mean, that's understandable. I get you. I'm with you on that. Totally. Yep. But Melnick out of the city. I mean. Be honest, guys. Does anybody want to see a big company sold? No. But you ever been a part of a merge? You ever been part of a sell? It sucks. I liked, uh, and, and it puts NHL teams in like a weird stasis for a couple of years because they can't really make any moves because 
you know, they get, you know, the general manager doesn't know what to do because the company's in a, held in can't a, make signings. It's held in a trust. Yeah, yeah can't signings make signings. Really difficult. Can't do trades. I like Eric Engel's little rant because, you know, a few fans got all high and mighty about the whole thing. And they're like, ah, uh, like, you know, you were like throwing jerseys and waffles on the ice, like all around the league just a couple of years ago. Like, ah, uh, but you pumped the brakes there a little bit. We mean with the Leafs? Oh yeah. Cause some Leaf fans were like, ha ha. Oh yeah, we were totally doing that. There were people wearing paper bags to games. Yeah, yeah, like it. There's a lot, lot more than that. And salute gate, and oh my god, I don't want to relive it. I've gone to enough therapy. Right, right. Okay. Um. Hey. Hey. Uh, the Sorry. Montreal Canadiens say that Carey Price is healthy. He's been injured for a significant chunk of the season. Mm. By the way, this is going to be a shorter show because there's just less to talk about. To be straight up, GM meetings snore. We were talking about this with Oscar Clefbaum. On the phone. Bit of a different situation, oh. you know, with regards to the Oscar Clefbaum situation. By the way, I think he gets surgery this week. Carey Price is presumed to be healthy. And they're saying he's healthy. So I'm going to, I'm going to defer to the Montreal Canadiens doctors on that one and say he's probably healthy. Yeah. Do you shut him down for the year or do you just let him play? Because there seems to be a controversy erupting here, which is, you know, there's a side of, well, like, why? Why let him play? What does it matter? And the other side, which is, well, we pay him 10 million bucks a year as starting next year. I think we, we ought to pay him. We ought to play him. Well, Adam, you, you, do you like nursery rhymes? I do. You, you ever heard, you ever heard the, the tale of the team who cried healthy? No. So Eric Engels, again, wrote this thing basically, you know, Carey Price is healthy. He's 100%. The team would not bring him back unless he was 100%. Um, he will be fine. Uh, they're bringing him back because he is healthy. That is why he is playing. Now, fair, but in any Habs fan's defense, who uh, any Habs fan who is skeptical's defense, what reason do they have to believe the Montreal Canadiens that that's true? They've rushed him back before. Hey, Price is back. Oh, he's injured again. And then didn't it happen again this year? Oh, he's back. Oh, he's injured again. So forgive fans for being like, ah, he might not be healthy. <laughs> Might not be healthy. And the last thing they need is a carry price who's not 100% to start next season. They got a healthy carry price to start next season? Yeah. You're right back in the playoff picture. It's freaking carry price. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't blame fans for being worried. Okay. And, and, like, what's the point? What are you playing for exactly? If anything, keep them out. Get Darlene. Care factor. <laughs> Get the fourth pick. Care factor, Steve. Yeah, no. Well, and also, like, wouldn't you like to know that he's NHL ready now? You know what I mean? Like, if he, if he plays well and looks great, then you end the season on a high note, and that's something you can really take into, like, training and, mm. you know, peace of mind. Ah, he's fine. You know, you don't wait until September to see a couple exhibition games to be like, is Carey Pratt? I don't know. I don't know. No, he's fine. If he does well, shuts the Leafs out April 7th. Hell no! That's the Leafs' job. They're supposed to shut you out. Happened twice. Uh, then you can have peace of mind going into the summer. Okay. Did we talk about the crazy stat last episode about McElhaney and uh, getting a shutout and an assist in the same game? No. Did we? You oh. briefly mentioned it, yes. Oh, oh. but did, did you say the stat? But you didn't. You asked the question. Okay, so here's the stat. Uh, since the 14-15 season, 14, uh, only 14 times since the beginning of the 14-15 season has a goalie got a shutout and an assist in the same game. Freddie Anderson has three of them. Uh, McElhaney just got the most recent one. 
against the Montreal Canadiens. The most recent one before that was Freddie Anderson this season against the Montreal Canadiens. And the most recent one before that was last season in February, Calvin Pickard against the Montreal Canadiens. Crazy. That's all. That's cool. I just like vague stats like that. Come on, that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, that was interesting, man. It is interesting. I'm just giving Shut you a hard up. time. Um, James, oh, sorry. That reminded me that the Montreal Canadiens were shut out for the 12th time this year. Wow. That is nuts. And the record for all-time shutouts is 16 by the 06-07 Columbus Blue Jackets. So wow, I'm surprised recent. it wasn't a dead puck era team. Uh, that's that's the most modern one. There's oh, I think there's been other ones. Probably but, in the nineties. Um, Post lockout, you mean? Probably the Ottawa Senators in their first season. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. They probably got a bunch of goals in like the third period just because like the other team stopped trying. Yeah. After the tenth, eleventh, twelfth goal. God, that was a bad team. Unbelievable the way they used to make expansion rules, eh? Compared yeah. to now, like imagine Ottawa started the way Vegas has started. The- All right, Atlanta, your best player is Kelly Buckberger. All right, yeah. have fun, everyone. The all-time record for being shut out in a season goes to the Chicago Blackhawks of the 1928-1929 oh. season. That's ah, we couldn't pass really forward care. back then. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they had 20 shutouts against them that year. <laughs> that's insane. Those were, were that's when games used to go to like 16 goals, too. Yeah. All right. All right. So there you go. So go Montreal. Is that bad? Sounds no. bad. Sounds I don't bad. Think so. Um, this is this was taken the wrong way on Twitter, but I get what James was definitely going for here. James uh, Myrtle of the Athletic wrote an article today talking about the fact that Austin Matthews being out probably cost him two million bucks, which is like, a lot they, of money. Poke a hole in that. It's true. And he he gets <laughs> he gets bonus money. He got all of it last year, and this year he won't. Why? He's out. What did James say wrong? Well. It was about the article w- focused more on the Leafs cap savings and how it uh, benefits. A, it does in a long term blessing thing, in disguise, somewhat of a benefit to them going into next season because they won't have to pay the overage that they had to remember. They were $5 million over cap, a lot of money over. So, uh, so this, this year, probably they won't even have to, hopefully, uh, they'll have some, they have like a little bit overage, maybe like two, two and a half, nothing like, I don't know. Well, cause I haven't seen any updates on like, Marner, I assume, has hit a bunch. Nylander's probably hit a bunch. They they said they'd they'd hit their I forget which schedule A schedule A the schedule A and schedule B bonuses. So I know, yeah, I think Mitch Marner and William Nylander hit one or like half of their bonus, not the full. Yeah. So and I think they're the only guys with bonuses. Yeah. Like Brown hit twenty, but I don't think he got a bonus for that. Or maybe he did. I don't know. Anyway, no, he didn't because he's not an ELC anymore. Ah. Neither is Hyman. But maybe last year. But this year, yeah, last year, he, this he year he wouldn't be. Yeah, you're right. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, and people took it like, oh, yeah, it's definitely great when your best centerman's out. <laughs> man, 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 man. And James writes specifically at the end of the piece, it's never good ever to have your best center out. But there okay. is some cap savings here, too. On like, what planet do people read the article? Not this one. Come on. You know what <laughs> planet we're on. an interesting thing. And I don't mean this with James in mind in particular. But, um, funny there are headlines these days mm-hmm. and people get upset and it's like did you even read the article <laughs> now the onus should always be on people to actually read the article that they're commenting on but at what point do you go mm, people are going to freak out about this title 
Someone who has not read the article, which is most people, would freak out at this title. Is that well, not the point of titles, Steve? It is the point. What, How to make Austin Matthews? Yeah, is it, is it better if the title is like, hey, nobody's going to react to this and click on it? All right, here, here's the title. Can I give you the actual title? <laughs> sure. How Austin Matthews' injuries cost him most of his bonuses and helped the Leafs cap situation. I don't think that's that outrageous. That's pretty, that's pretty straightforward. It's basically what the article's about. You know like, what? it's not like Austin Matthews will be poor. Like, it's not, <laughs> you know? It's, <laughs> Austin, Matthews, Austin Matthews is out. Here's why that's good. Yeah. That's, that would be an egregious title. Yeah, Austin Matthews, or just using words that are in that, how Austin Matthews' injuries help the Leafs cap situation. But he provided the proper context there. Yeah. How Austin Matthews' injuries will cost him most of his bonuses and help the Leafs cap situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Don't that, get mad at James. That, that one's fine. He's right. Also, you're, you're if you're awesome. getting mad at, at hockey articles, take a step back. Doesn't matter. Go play with your dogs. Go outside. Do something else. Also, okay. read, the, read the article. Read the article. Also, yeah, read the yeah. article. Or the first step. Well, see, this must happen to the athletic all the time. Because a lot of people <laughs> only read them. Yeah, only be, read the <laughs> article. True. I can't. I can't. That's true. You know what? Every hate tweet that James gets, <laughs> he should just send them a discount code. <laughs> That's a good idea. The haters discount. That was a genuine spec take. I almost spat all over you there. <laughs> That's actually right. James owes us money for that fantastic. All of us, three ways. We all came up with it. You all heard us. That's that's a really good idea. Copyright. Yeah. That's a really good idea. I love that. Hi, we're gonna reward you for being stupid. Here's fifty yeah. percent off three months of the athletic. Yeah. Hi, I'm James. I'm James Myrtle of the Athletic, and we want to encourage literacy. Here is is a discount, like just something like that. You get six point nine percent off of your. Sorry. The nice discount <laughs> that you ironically get for not being nice. There you go. We came up with it. Um, yeah, that's all I got for hockey headlines. Great. That's all I really got. Should we go home? Well, I mean, we should do the press conference. Should we off? Let's do that. The presser. No, I know. The Steve Dangle press conference. that we're doing one that's short. But you know, it's funny. It's so weird between Sunday and Tuesday night. It's not a lot goes on. Like, there are certain days where it's like, if we did a show on Friday and then Sunday, crazy things would have happened. But there are, there are, there are down days in the NHL, and obviously we wouldn't normally be doing it this early, but you got to go to Philly. We've done a very good job this season of avoiding Leaf games. Yes. I'm actually really surprised. When we, surprised, when we uh, came up with this idea, I didn't think we'd be able to do it. But no, this is the first time I'm thinking in a couple months. Mm-hmm. We're good. Good for us. Good. Yay. Pat, pat myself. Hey, how great are we? How super great are we? Hey, Leaf, high five. Hey. Leave a comment in the YouTube comment section about how great we are about our scheduling because I know you care. I know you care so much. Also, click like and subscribe. Link down below. Merch. Jesse. Sub low gang. Sorry. Sub dang gang. (laughs) Dangle Navy. Uh, Have you ever watched the Logan Paul video? Well, yeah. Are they bad? Um, I guess with most YouTubers, most of the big YouTubers, I'm like, let me give this a shot. And I watch, and I'm like, I don't get it. Okay. I so, don't get Well, okay, so we recently watched... H3H3. H3H3 taking down Joey Salads, who <laughs> is uh, A, lunatic, but also B, like, a bad presenter. Yeah, like, he's terrible. Bad on camera. And then I see the guy's got, like, 2 million subscribers. I'm like, how did that happen? I don't get that 2 million people were like, this is great! 
click. He stinks. Like, wondering. forget the content. He, him talking is bad. The bare minimum that you can do, he does poorly. There is Two million subscribers. Don't get it. H3H3 is great for that because he, he helps you discover other YouTubers that are terrible. And there was, there's one that I think it's I think a guy that went from Vine to Instagram to YouTube. And I, it, something Stuart, forget it, I forget what his first name is. And basically all the videos he does have those those captions on the top and the bottom, as you know, with like emojis. It's like, oh, you know, he's just ripping off other yeah, people's videos. Like, Tag a virgin. No, no, but <laughs> but no, but that's what one of them is. And it's and, and he's going in, he's he's making fun of H3H3, he's making fun of his videos. He's like, the problem with his videos, it's not that the premise is weird, it's that there's no twist. There's no joke. This guy's trying to be funny. I forget what his name is, but he he basically does like SoFlo Antonio was the other guy who was oh, just Lord. like, oh LMAO, you ever do this? And then he just shows like, someone, someone else's, video. else's video. Oh my god! Yeah, boosting. I don't get it. Anyway, um, no, that's not boosting. That's stealing. Yeah. Oh oh, sorry. I thought you meant like never mind. Yeah, my bad. More or whatever. Some people called it. I remember at the time aggregation. No. No. Well, like the, the fat Jewish's Instagram? Well, because they, and that was the thing, fat Jewish got called out on that too. You have to, you have to credit people. And it's just like, oh, it's the error of my ways. No, like you just straight up stole stuff. Yeah. And built a career on it. Now you're good. Yeah. Like you, weren't you on Ellen or something like that? Like you did the talk show. Circuit. No, it's not that he's not, I've, I've heard his standups pretty good. He does stand up? Yeah. He's a comedian. I don't know. I a comedian. Oh, comedian. Comedian? I want a shirt with your face that says Kameem Dia. <laughs> I want it. We can always put it up in the fancy dangle shirts. Fancy dangle shirts. Adam, who doesn't remember things. Teespring. Shut up. Jesse. Which teams or team that didn't make the playoffs this year will be a playoff team next year? Well, Calgary. It's a little early for that. Uh, since Adam said Calgary, I'm going to say um, the team from the great state of Carolina. <laughs> He's going to say the New York Islanders because I believe in them for no reason. Shut up. <laughs> I said the hurricanes from the great state of Carolina. Gosh, darn it. Great state of and the capital city rally. <laughs> rally out of Raleigh, Raleigh, Raleigh out of the current log jam at the bottom of the wildcard standings in the West, St. Louis, Dallas, Anaheim and Colorado. Who do you have making the playoffs? Uh, can we take a look? Well, <laughs> Colorado's a pretty safe bet on account of uh, they're right in the top seed right now. Oh, wait. No. No, it is certainly not. So they got, at the time we're recording this, 86 points in 72 games. The Ducks have played one more game than them and also have 86. Stars have 84 in 73. The Blues aren't going to make it. They've just been too bad recently. They're 4-1 and one recently. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, they got th they're three points. Thanks out, man. to Nikita Soshnikov, who scored a goal the other day. I'm going to say St. Louis makes it. I can't believe Calgary has to leapfrog. And I'm also going to say I'm gonna three say, teams. I'm going to say St. Louis and Dallas make it. Both of them on the outside looking in. I'm calling them and both. Who You're kidding. Out. Colorado and Anaheim. No way. I don't think I'm. I am not. I'm not sold on the Ducks. I haven't been sold on the Ducks all year. I was sort of iffy about them last year. I'm definitely iffy on them this year. They have some weird, weird performances where you're like, man, what's going on there? And they've lost two straight. Remember, Los Angeles also has 86 points and are just tied with uh, with those teams because uh, they have more wins. And I want I want St. Louis to make it because they're getting a first-round pick for Stastny. 
And they did this oh. last year with uh, Kevin Shattenkirk, too, with the Rangers. That's very good for so them. They, I, they get the best of both worlds. They get a little oh, bit of that playoff revenue. Shattenkirk to the Rangers. Capitals. 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 All right. Right. Um, I'm going to say I, I think it'll stay the way it is. I think it'll be Colorado-Anaheim. I want it to be Colorado-Dallas. Um, I want to switch it up a little. No, it's kind of been like the same teams in the West for a little bit. Colorado, Ten years, man. Yeah, Colorado making the playoffs after finishing last last year is mm-hmm. just a great story. Also, back-to-back years where the last-place team ends up making the playoffs. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and Dallas is just exciting as hell. That's just really exciting. Who's the top seed in the West right now? Is it Nashville or Vegas? Uh, looks like, oh, it's Nashville by far. Yeah, 106 oh, okay. points. Wow. Wow. But either of those are pretty entertaining series. It'll be interesting watching, you know, the all-offense Dallas Stars try to beat <laughs> Pekka Vesna. Yeah, Holy really. smokes. It's it's funny. Like, a couple years ago, we were making fun of, like, okay, Pekka is not Pekka anymore, and now he is again. It's the Vesna. The Vesna race is a very funny one because, like, when it comes to like the scoring race or the heart, like because both are like so points based, you can't lose points. You can go on slumps and you can stop scoring, remain stagnant, but you can't lose points. Goalies can be bad. Like mm-hmm. you can, if you if you you know have a couple stinkers, you allow five or six goals. It tanks your save percentage, and like sure that's, that's the big stat there. Well, the save percentage look wins. To, look what it did to the uh, the Penguins with anti, the two games that Antti Niemi had and their goal differential for the first part of the like season. It was like minus 16 until Christmas or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so I think after it was Vasilevsky, October through February, I think it's going to be Pekka now. And especially with the recency bias, too. Always. We'll know who voted for who because, I don't know if we mentioned this on the show, the uh, PHWA, Pro mm-hmm. Hockey Writers Association, voted for transparency. So everyone who votes this year has to disclose their votes. Why do you think that is? I think fans called for it. And uh, any member of the PHWA, um, you know, with any, I don't know, business savvy or content savvy should look at this as a good thing. It's just you get to justify all of your picks. And if people don't like your picks, it's good because it generates conversation. If they do like your picks, it's good because it generates conversation. Um, People will uh, respect your opinion a little bit more. Um, And if you want to be the guy who, like, stands out, great. Jesse Spector, who I don't think he covers hockey anymore. I think he's just baseball. Uh, For the lockout short in 2013 season, gave James Reimer a heart vote which would be embarrassing for a lot of people, but he wrote something based off of it and it generated some traction. Oh, it's great. It involves a Toronto team. And also he had a really good argument. The whole thing is most valuable player. Reimer dragged that team into the playoffs, kicking and screaming. It was a neat little thing. If you are, you know, boring and just have an on the board pick, Whatever, no one's going to really care. If you have an off-the-board pick and it's going to make some people mad, good. You know who benefits from this? A guy like Steve Simmons. Who you're going to agree with almost none of his picks. And he's going to be like, guess what? Here's an article. Yeah. Read my article. And guess what? While you're all sharing his articles going, oh, look at this stupid idiot. Stupid idiot's getting a bunch of clicks. Who's the idiot now? He's an idiot all the way to his cottage in the Muskokas. I don't know if he has one. I'm just I don't don't know either. But he's a master at getting his article shared. Next question. Master. It's a very simple question. 
at what, baiting. Sorry. What color? Because <laughs> he baits people into getting angry. I thought this was understood. <laughs> Jesse, go ahead, please. He's going to get at least 69 articles out of these votes. <laughs> a simple question. What color? Is 420 a, hits a piece. Is a tennis ball. Okay, I saw this. Have people <laughs> lost their freaking minds? What color is a tennis ball? It's By the way, green. J, J, JVR just scored. Good. Was it the Mitch thing? Uh, green. I don't know. He, he scored 21% of his goals, according to David Alter, uh, in this four-game stretch of the season. Holy shit. What color is a tennis ball? Green. I know what Roger Federer said, but he's wrong. Not that he looks yeah. at tennis balls every day. Jesse, what color is the tennis ball? Yellow. No, of course not. you think it's yellow. What I've did, never... Oh. There are different colored tennis balls, though. What like, did, I've only ever played with green ones. What did that's Roger true. Federer say? Jesse, if Roger Federer held up a red tennis racket and said it was blue, <laughs> what color would the tennis racket be? Blue. Yeah, so the thing is, Roger, Te- Roger Federer is great at tennis, but he doesn't get to decide the color of things. No! No! <laughs> like, just because he's a tennis player doesn't mean he gets to decide like, that. Okay, with the whole hot dog... Is- what color is this tennis ball I'm showing That is you. green. Green. It is a yellow tennis ball! It's a yellowy green or a greeny yellow tennis ball. That's also brighter than most tennis yeah, balls. Yeah, you, you definitely picked the brightest one on the page. I suppose that is an official U.S. Open one. The ones I always played with were green, man, or orange. What? Well, how about this? You're both right. Look at that ball and tell me there is zero green in it. Jesse will say it. Jesse will just say it. <laughs> what color is this tennis ball? Greeny yellow. With black or in yellowy green. There's, there's black in there because it's Somebody autographed. It. With black marker. So let's not disclude It's greeny yellow or yellowy green. Tweet us. Tell us what color a tennis have you ball seen is. those CNN <laughs> have you seen those CNN uh, promos that they're doing which it's like it's like this is an apple no matter how many times somebody says it's a pear it's still an, an apple. apple they could have caps lock they could scream and yell but it is still an apple and then CNN reporting the facts and it's like it's kind of you know there's a little bit of that going on here it's a little bit like it's Orwellian in the sense that like you know there's like a lot of um, there's a lot of that going on here it's like truth because we say so rather than any proof right now and it's and in this particular case i get why roger federer says that it is yellow and i guess why some people roger, roger federer and i get why people say it's tennis balls are green the ones that i grew up with are green but there are different shades of tennis ball and the ones i grew up with were probably the cheaper version and they were green i like what you said adam you get why some people might say that it's yellow jesse if do you get why some people might say that it's green if avocados are fruits, Jesse, then does that make guacamole a jam? Sorry, say that again. No, okay. No, I'm glad you brought that up. Say it again. If avocados are fruits, <laughs> which they are, uh-huh. do you deny that an avocado is a green fruit? Jesse, I'm glad you brought that up. Can you answer my question first? I, I don't so are avocados fruit? Are they actually? Are, or are a vegetable? Are, are or a they fruit? fruit? I don't know. If they are fruit... I suppose guacamole could be argued to be a jam. Is avocado a fruit or a vegetable? It's it, technically speaking, avocado is a berry because it's a. Well, so is most jam. Okay. 
So that makes it even more of a jam. So then I I would say, are, now are you saying guacamole? Guacamole. Because the difference is, who the hell calls avocado a berry? Jam is is usually like traditional jam. I call I'm not it a talking financial about, burden. I'm, Sorry. I'm not talking about. <laughs> I guess the coffee's kicking in. We now know. Yes. Um. The 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 thing with jam what do you think is of that Macalini? he's so good. <laughs> they sent us a goalie from the heavens of waivers. And is yes what? So, avocado and guacamole are, I think are two different things. The reason avocado is an ingredient in guacamole. The difference is strawberry is ingredient. Can you just chill and let me talk, guys? Come on. Strawberry is an I ingredient. I have got a strawberry point here, and you're not going to be able to disagree with me. See, I think that's untrue. I can disagree with anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Okay. Reasonably disagree then. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you can be very unreasonable Jesse when you divide and conquer bullshit know, that oh, he yeah. pulls. Jesse should be a politician. <laughs> a mental assassin. <laughs> Go ahead. That's why me. it was the best working with him on the air at Kiss because we, like, I could literally throw anything at him and whether he believed it or not, he'd be like, nope, this is my position. No, Jesse shouldn't be a politician. He should be one of the behind the scenes guys from House of Cards who ruins everything. <laughs> Jesse's the guy who has people killed. I would like no. to hear. Oh, yeah. I would like to hear why guacamole isn't a jam. Here's why, Tell it's me, not, here's why it's not a jam. So when you have a jam, this is all good. You've got it's good. it's basically mashed up fruit, right? That's essentially the the idea behind jam. Mashed right? up berries, even and preserved. Yeah, mostly mm-hmm. berries. And sometimes you mix berries, but you don't ever venture outside of that particular classification of food. So hang on, hang on. Guacamole, on the other hand, tomatoes, which are a fruit. Avocados, onions, which are not, bunch of spices, that sort of thing. There's a bunch of different mixtures in there. And that's, it's the combination of ingredients in guacamole that separate it from jam. Because jam is mostly just fruit on fruit on fruit. Whereas guacamole is some fruit, some vegetables, and some herbs and spices and that sort of thing. So that's what I would say. I agree. That's that's a great point. And I have no argument against it. Shut up. Listen, okay, Hi. Jesse, did you hear what just happened? There was, there were arguments made. Yeah. There were important distinctions made. Ah. Lots of variables. Ooh, variables? Well, That's a many consonant word. It's a big word. What it's an differs, S on the end, dude. What differs that from the tennis ball argument <laughs> is I know the color of the tennis ball because I'm freaking <laughs> There's no argument to be made. It's just my eyes looking at a thing. I have a question. Okay. Inside of an avocado, like the avocado itself, the the fruit, the berry, if you will. Inside of is the it berry. yellow? Is it yellow or is it green? Avocados are green, but they can be yellow. No, they can't. When I disagree. Super ripe. They I disagree. No, 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 avocados are always green. Alex Jones told me they're yellow. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> now you're being unreasonable. I saw avocados get dropped from black helicopters. (laughs) You you can't prove. (laughs) The government came in and turned the freaking avocados green. Can we do a segment on our Steve Nagel podcast channel where you just do a minute on a particular topic? Every like every week where you're Alex Jones, but for hockey, like Jonah Jameson as Jim Rutherford. A lot of people seem to like that. 
where I'm just a person as another person yeah. for no good reason. Yeah. Giroux, Captain or Menace. That was my favorite line from the last episode. Parker, come look at this. You know what's great? Adam just pulled up a bunch of pictures of avocados. On the outside, green. As definitive as can be. But look at the inside, Jesse. Yeah, there's a little bit of yellow They are in there. awfully tennis ball colored. <laughs> so wait. Which makes them what? Tennis balls. What if... <laughs> what if the tennis balls aren't green or yellow? They're avocado. Avocado colored? Avocado yeah. isn't a color. Well, our tennis balls jam. Also... <laughs> Are you talking about the outside of the avocado as the color? Because that's a very dark green. I'm talking about the inside. The inside of an avocado. I mean, how part, how part can you be... Are you talking about the inside of the tennis ball? Because it's brown on the inside because there's rubber. The out? Okay. <laughs> because, <laughs> because if we're rating the... This is where you're good. This is where you get me every time, man. I can't compete. I'm not... I can't compete in this arena. He's too damn good. <laughs> you were so wasted on podcasting, Jesse. Oh. Why aren't you running and manipulating the world? Uh, yeah, really. You should be. I'm just reading through. Dude, can thoughts. you imagine Jesse and Stephen Stephen A. Smith going head to head on first take? Yeah, I can imagine Stephen A. Smith quitting live on air. Sure, <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith every weekday wakes up and does two hours of television. And leaves his two-hour television job to go do three hours of radio. I think Stephen A. Smith might be the only man on earth who works harder than Adam Wilde. If Stephen A. Smith was truly Stephen A. Smith, he would burst through that door right now and disagree with you. <laughs> but he didn't I complimented come, did he? him. He didn't come, did he? He didn't. He, Jesse, would you not say... The, okay, what time is it? I'm not going to be late because of this nonsense. Would you say that the outside of a tennis ball okay. is the same color as the inside of an avocado? No. That's ridiculous. What color is an avocado on the inside? Avocados are constantly changing. They are a living, breathing <laughs> organism. They do not have one color. Adam, pull up the picture of the avocado! A tennis ball is an inanimate object. Well, okay. It is a color. When something dies... Mm. It's yellow. When something when dies... When something is alive, it's green. It is without life, correct? Idiots. When you die, you are without life, right? Like a fruit, you pluck it from the you pluck it from the tree, you're without life. No, it's so no, the avocado is an inanimate object no, as soon as it dies. It's not an inanimate object. It's a food that is still growing and evolving all the time. You mean At rotten? When it's rotten, what color is it? It's brown. So how can you say is it is that brown? Is I guess an avocado is brown. Which is, is the same as an inside of a tennis ball. A so two? tennis balls are avocado flavored. They're colored. Thank you. Not a, flavored. A two are, by four. I think we agree on that. A two by four is what? A piece of wood. Would you call it an inanimate object? No. It's a piece of wood. It's an inanimate object. This guy. So, so but it, it used to be alive! So, is it rotting? So, it's Je Jesse, Jesse. When it we're will, unless someone does something to it. We're on Steve's back deck, and we're this summer, you know, because we always have a barbecue at Steve's. Okay. We're having a barbecue at Steve's. We're I've having some beers. I've never been to one of these, but okay. Yeah, you were there last summer at his house. There was no barbecue. We had a meeting. Yeah. I made things on the barbecue, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, but for a meeting. It wasn't like, hey guys, come over to have a party. I could have sworn was, we played NHL Jesse and watched Dave Chappelle. I'm actually about to argue that okay. the barbecue okay. we all attended okay. was okay. not a barbecue. Okay. Are you out of your mind? This is, this is the hill I will die on. <laughs> last you summer, might. last summer, 
I had the uh, I had the pleasure of going over to your house with my good friend Adam Wild. What's we, our food? We sat in your backyard, <laughs> and you know what we did? We talked work. We did. We it ate nothing. We, we didn't go. We there. ate the paper. We didn't go there to have the barbecue. If we had gone there and the event was the barbecue, then it's a barbecue. We went there for a meeting that had food provided because you're a good host. Like, thank Don't you. butter me up. Thanks catered. for the food. Catered a catered meeting. He catered the meeting. And like, the, I appreciate that. You can't cater that. something at your own house. That's not what catering is. <laughs> I, I appreciate. bringing shit in. I appreciate you feeding me. That was really nice of you. Just don't lie to me and tell me that's why I was there. <laughs> I had dinner catered by my wife tonight. So my question that's was... That's not how it works. Let me rephrase the no. question. It was at... It was in Steve's backyard at our backyard meeting slash barbecue. Nope. Catered, catered meeting. Catered meeting. That we sat on Steve's deck. Sure. Steve's deck is made of, among other things, wood. Two by fours. Questionable. I well, it is. It, it I is. Don't know. It's made of wood. Prove it. But go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. So are you saying that those pieces of wood already. are not inanimate objects? Alternate. They're no, they're not. They're not inanimate. Are they, are they rotting? Well, inanimate would mean that they can't they're not animated. They can't move. They're okay. rotting. They're I'm sitting there rotting. If I, I leave know if it alone move. long enough, it will rot. Sure. Okay. What's the point here? The point here is how is that any different from an avocado that's been pulled off a tree? Is right? my deck yellow? <laughs> <laughs> Is my deck jam? <laughs> it could be. There it is. You just convinced me. <laughs> I'm going to go float my boat home on the DVP tonight <laughs> because nothing fucking matters. <laughs> to get to Philadelphia, I'm going to fly my shirt. Is gum a That's stress what? ball for teeth? <laughs> I hope so. Man, it just, it's, it's bad. For, all I know is it's bad for my jaw. I can't. I have a bad jaw, and it's, it's, it makes it worse. I thought weed wasn't legal yet. <laughs> it's basically legal. How are people coming up with these things? Are all of these things coming from Is Colorado? From our Reddit page? Uh, no. no okay. This is from Shower say, Thoughts. <laughs> Shower Thoughts is very good. Except for today. When Jesse got a hold of it, and it became bad. Um, and also me, yellow, and also jam. You disagreed with the greatest tennis player of all time on what the color a tennis ball is. And if Wayne Gretzky comes out tomorrow and says pucks are white, they will still be black. No, but that's that's objectively untrue. Oh! There's a man. <laughs> this is the most stunning display of non-self-awareness I've ever seen. <laughs> There's a man... Who spends, you should be an NHL GM. Who spends his life around tennis balls. And you're just like, no, I'm going to dismiss that. Tennis balls are green. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's you. That's you. That's you. That's his impression of you. If Gordon Ramsay holds no, up top sirloin and goes, this is pork, you idiot. That's not what it's he's doing. pork. That's not what he's doing, though. Roger Federer isn't trying to tell you that a car is a boat. He's just trying to make a distinction of a color of an object that clearly looks like the color he is saying. I want I want a I remake do. of Liar Liar where Jim Carrey is replaced by Jesse Blake and he is able to calmly say the pen is green. You're just able to lie through anything. I don't have any more questions. You're able to convince yourself it's the truth. I don't have any more questions. So it wouldn't be a lie to you. 
Hey, we should wrap it up. Like the entire podcast, you I mean? mean? Well, <laughs> no, it's I mean, friendships. three nothing draw. Holy shit, really? Yeah, JVR is just scoring a pile of goals. He could get 40, 40 okay. goals this year, maybe. Who have all the goals? I don't know. Uh, Hyman's got one, JVR's got two. Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. Janssen have any points? I don't know. You can go on a big rant about him again? Hey, uh, hey. we'll, we'll, we'll wrap we it up here. Figure this out yeah. somewhere else. Um, gotcha. And enjoy Philadelphia. Thanks for the invite. Appreciate if, it. If I get there. Uh, <laughs> 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 and we'll see you probably Sunday, everybody. We love you. Your invite got lost in the mail because it's jammed. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.